This is a crowd podcast. Listening to Fucks Given, and I'm trying to do new intros, but I don't know how to do them yet. <laughs> Give us some tips, guys. How would you want yeah. us to intro this podcast? Or do you like the intro? I feel like the intro is is as soon as people hear that, they like have a sigh of relief, like mm. ah, I'm listening oh, to yes. this podcast. Come curious, was in my ears again. Fucks Given is here. We need anyway. like a new catchphrase, right? <laughs> Curious fuckers, we're here! People need to get familiar with our voices and who's who. So I'm Florence. And I'm Reed. <laughs> so you know who's talking now. I think now people you know. switch it round. When we've actually yeah. met people, they think our voices are the opposite person, which is yeah. so interesting. I've definitely, I've definitely done that with podcasts that I listen to as well. I've, yeah. Because sometimes you're just like, wow, but your voice suits that person more than you oh it's like back in the day when you used to listen to the radio and then you finally saw the radio talk host that you've always been listening to my mind was blown yeah like Ale- alex zane from xfm and i was like oh my god you're so fucking fit lauren I laverne know, right oh, holy shit <laughs> damn son but that's not how i imagined them at all so today we've got a really exciting episode we are talking about something that's quite like a hot topic right now which is hot vax summer and it's what like the hot all the media outlets are putting articles about hot vax summer because it's all about how there's going to be a surge of sexual activity now people are getting vaccinated for covid Absolutely. We've been basically nuns for the past year, nuns and priests for the past Mm -hmm. year. And so I do feel like I have a whole year's worth of fucking to catch up with immediately right now. (laughs) Immediately right now. All in one day. (laughs) Just to catch up with you as well. What have you been doing for the last week? Have you had any more sex? No, I haven't. (gasps) I've actually been extremely unwell. Be- probably oh, because gosh, I've gone yeah, out and had have. sex yeah really unexciting in the last episode you were talking about your tonsillitis and it kind of just didn't go away no it didn't my tonsillitis lingered like a motherfucker and then I went away on a weekend camping trip which was amazing but then it catapulted me back into having like a sinus infection head cold flu shit oh, again this week aren't used to it they're not used to they're, like going really, out and doing things really anymore and i have a weak ass body anyway it just can't mm. handle life you can't handle life it literally can't it's pathetic <laughs> um but i do have exciting things on the horizon tomorrow Ooh. i have a day date <gasps> Ooh. with um someone who has oh actually i don't know yeah i can say it's someone who has a tickle fetish but is oh, in a yeah. poly relationship and okay. then i also might be meeting a dominant couple in the evening interesting for a little, for a little sesh we'll Ooh, see Ooh, i can't wait to hear about that next week that is gonna yeah. be that's that's good gossip right there i'm excited um but i really just hope i'm better for it because i still feel like i'm on the cold level and of course complete and total oh. transparency as well it's up to them whether they want to meet me too you know it's not just like i'm hiding yeah. it from them so we'll yeah. see we'll see and yeah, yes, I have done COVID tests. To anyone thinking that, yes, I've done COVID tests. Negative. <laughs> Negative. I've not really had that much sex in the last week either because I've been on my period. And when oh, yeah. it was just like, when it's just started, usually I'm, I'm into period sex. And I have had, we had like sex once during my period. But 
right at the beginning, I was like, you know what? This is quite a nice excuse to like not have sex. For have once. a little break. Mm-hmm. To have a little break because usually we're just so on it. So it's actually nice to be like, you know, let's just cuddle and hang out without the sex part. Because sex on your period is so different from person to person. It's like a lot of people get that surge of hormones that says you really want to have sex, you're really horny, Uh but also Uh it's, uh, I mean, a lot of us find it just extremely raw inside to have penetrative sex. I I, I find it too too much. It's too sensitive. It's too much. Yeah, you've always been that way. Yeah. I've had like, so I, I do like having sex on my period, but it's mainly when... I'm kind of like three, four days in. Yeah. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's not, it's like most. Heaviest. Not the heaviest. I think when it's the heaviest, that's when it's just like, whoa, this is like a little bit too messy. It's so but, messy. And then also blood is really hard to get out. It stains yeah. and you just like, you fuck up your covers and it's this just long. The, this is the thing. This is what happened um, the other day. It was just, we were, we were kind of like making out on the sofa and stuff and like getting a bit horny. And then it was just like, oh my period like we can't we can't just like have sex here and now because it was like uh should we do it and we're both like yeah because like we're horny now and then so I like <laughs> then walked into the bedroom I pulled out a towel I placed down the towel on the bed we like both got undressed nice. it like took but it took the whole like passion of the moment out yeah, of it completely it's, it's definitely like a you really have to get your head in the game like service yeah. like put down a towel it's uh-huh. just but it was it was still really good like once yeah. we started fucking again because we just got naked and I was like you know what I'm just gonna take his cock in my mouth and like that this is how it's gonna sort of go down and get sexy again yeah I to be worked. fair I am done with giving blowjobs on my period I am so like I just feel what like that's mean? been my whole life just like every time I'm on my period, I'm so horny. It's like, well, okay, cool. Like the most we can do is me give you a blowjob. Oh, I'm like done yeah. with that now. There's got to be other ways. Like fucking play with my nipples or like stick a finger in my ass. We can do, we yeah. can figure something out, please. Yeah. Actually, that, that reminds me, I think the night that we didn't have sex, I did actually give a great blowjob. Yeah. That's, that's such a fair. thing. That's yeah, such a thing. Like the period <laughs> thing is just like the guys get the blowjob. What? We need to change that because that's not fair. Like I am suffering and bleeding and you get a fucking congratulations blowjob for not having a period. That's bullshit, man. I swear I'm the best at giving blowjobs as well while I'm on my period. Cause I'm, right. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, you fucking love this. It's just, uh. I was so into it as well. Yeah. Why do but we do it's, this? It's kind of nice in a way because it's like, it really does take, it takes you, like it takes me or like, the person giving out of the equation yeah. which makes it more like it's fun to be like okay this this moment of sexual pleasure is all about you mm-hmm. and I really like that but at the same time it just you know it does need it, to change because yeah it's, it's not, it shouldn't be a thing every single time but also like if I wasn't on my period I'd be like I'd want the sex I'd be like there wouldn't be an excuse just to like give you pleasure I'd want it as well yeah, I mean, there's an element of satisfaction in there. It's just not yeah. quite the satisfaction you yeah. want. Yeah. Anyway, right. Anyway. Uh, what do we give a fuck about? So today we're giving a fuck about sex post lockdown. Like what oh, is yeah. <laughs> what is what is everyone's sex life going to be like this summer? Because yeah, is it is it hot vac summer? Which is also like. <laughs> 
I feel an interesting phrase because being I think vaccinated. It fucking weird in itself. Hot vac summer. It sounds well, like, like hot hot wax. Hot wax summer. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's just but everyone's vaxxed. They've got the vaccine. Got but the also vaccine. this is me and you were talking about this like a couple of weeks ago, where there mm-hmm. are people on dating apps that are like, I'm vaccinated and Fully it's like vaccinated. It's like a fucking like sex card. Like yeah. Yeah. why don't it, people do that for their STI tests and checkups? Yeah. Like I have I have had a full clean bill of health, you know, mm. like uh, what, but we're, it's literally like um, it's almost like a VIP card. Like I'm fully vaccinated, so you don't need to worry about me. But, but it's still like you know you can still get COVID if you are vaccinated. You right? can still pass COVID I feel if like you're vaccinated. It's such a fuckboy thing to write on your fucking. So it's really, like, if you're vaccinated, it doesn't actually it doesn't make a difference. Actually, yeah, I I, I do think it's a fuckboy thing to write because it's like really why like putting that on your profile. Why would that make you more fuckable other yeah. than your personality? It's almost like. I don't know. There's something something very odd going on there. But I think that's just what like it's going to be like. Yeah. I think I think we're going to be showing each other our vaccination cards, being like, have you been vaccinated? Actually, no, I think that's a bit extreme. But at sex parties, they will be. Oh, yeah, sex parties, they will. It is quite interesting. I, I don't know how, like... Anyway, I guess it just means that the hot back summer statement is literally just... It just means that... People have been starved of sex last year. For a whole year, people have not been fucking. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I feel like people say that they haven't been. And I think a lot of people have been having a hell of a lot less sex. Less. Less. I definitely have been because the fear of COVID ruined Mm -hmm. that. And -hmm. also not just the fear, the judgment of other people. You couldn't exactly go and sneak off and like fuck without somebody being like that's not cool yeah 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 yeah. but i feel like a lot more people are doing it than than people then we think yeah i mean mean, you're right though i think maybe a lot of people kind of had sex bubbles they're like they've kind of partnered up with one person if you were lucky to have a sex bubble i did not have a sex bubble. i didn't even have a fucking house bubble it was literally Mm. me and my two housemates and that was it and and that was tough couldn't even bubble up with my mum and my brother it was like no one would bubble up with us so i couldn't get a fuck bubble and i didn't want a fuck bubble i fucked one person like oh this could be a fuck bubble and it was like no that did not work i don't want to fuck you again Mm. so basically is is the whole past year going to make people want sex more this year? Or is it going to make people want love, a relationship because they were so fucking lonely last year? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, I, I do feel like it's so uncertain at the moment. I think we've got the best of both worlds where people mm. are so desperate to get out there and find people. But not that many people, I mean, I would say in the grand scheme of things, there's not that many people out there that do just want to fuck especially when it comes to women especially when it comes to femme peeps you know like just going out there and fucking is is almost like something in our cave woman stance like we can't really break out of we want mm. that connection we want that relationship we want that love however we did put a poll out on our instagram stories oh hell yeah and we were asking the question do you want a summer of fucking or a summer of love and the results were actually quite surprising. Like, what do you yes, think that they, yeah. like, what were you expecting from that poll? 
Well, in all honesty, I was expecting sex because yeah. knowing the type of audience that we have, very yeah. sex positive, fluid people, you know, like slut yeah. pro peeps. Um, so, yeah, I think most people want the sex, the shag. I, I was expecting sex as well, but I was expecting more people to say sex. Oh, I see. I was, ex- yeah, I was yeah, expecting yeah, like... Wise. Yeah, I was expecting, like, especially with the people that view our channel are, yeah. like, come curious. I thought, oh, like, maybe 80% of people mm-hmm. will be wanting a summer of sex. But that's, that wasn't what the results were. The results what, were... What were the results? Tell us. Results were 55% summer of sex, 45% summer of love. That is so close. Right? Like 5% 50, difference. 50 basically. Yeah, basically 50-50. Pe- That's so, pe- so there, interesting. There's a lot of people out there like that are like, you know what, I want a relationship, I want to fall in love this summer. Yeah, see, I, I didn't vote because I wanted to choose both and <laughs> you couldn't choose both. <laughs> I voted and what I... What did you vote for? chose summer of love <laughs> oh the summer of love see I, I i feel the same way i want to have loads of sex but i also want to fall in love because i genuinely believe that falling in love is <sighs> one of the best things that humans can feel and yeah. especially when it's i mean falling in love can be really hurt like hurtful and painful but if it's reciprocated it is the best experience that we can ever have as yeah. humans it's just magical yeah it's complicated but magical yeah so complicated and i think a lot of the whole like sex this summer is complicated and i think that's probably why i'm like more in for the summer of love because it's so much easier yeah it is easier is it though is it though oh I don't I mean, know just going out there and fucking people and being like i'm living my best single life i'm just going off and having sex and that is just it yeah and then if love comes along then love comes along see i got myself into a really tricky situation because Mm. i like when i became single after at the end of 2019 i was Mm. like i really want to have like a whole year where i'm living my best single life like going to sex parties fucking like everyone that i want like experimenting with my sexuality like i don't know just going away and having like loads and loads of sex and obviously covid meant that that didn't happen but then i also met my partner who i fell in love with Mm -hmm. and then like then sort of all of that went out the window. Yeah, you, so well, now it does, a, doesn't it? It's yeah. just love, love like conquers all. It literally throws you off completely. Yeah. It, it, yeah. And I also, had like, I also had a really annoying moment the other day mm. where I, it was the first time that I felt like possessive and jealousy, oh. like in a real life situation. And I was like, wow, this is this. <laughs> Is this actually going to work as an open relationship? I don't know. Yeah, um, shit. Was it was it jealousy or was it envy? Because envy, I, I feel like, is quite a positive. Like, I like you this much that I want you to myself. Or jealousy is quite like a negative. Like, I don't know. Oh, angry. No, uh, I mean, I was PMSing, so we uh-huh. have to keep that mm-hmm. into account as well. Absolutely. But basically, like, a waitress just came over to give us the bill. We were at a cafe, and she was giving him so much eyes. <laughs> it and wasn't was even like, like an it was just eyes she didn't ask for the number it wasn't like a move it was just it wasn't eyes. a move it wasn't a move but there oh, was like Florence. you know where you can feel like the sexual tension 
there was like something there was something happening there <laughs> that is 100 and... pms because if you were feeling your full fucking self you wouldn't have even battered an eyelid you'd be like yeah hit on my man like that's fine he's not gonna go home with you tonight no no see ya she was just like do you want to split the bill or he was like i'm paying for the whole thing and i was like yeah bitch she's paying yeah for you fuck thing. it up <laughs> oh, pms is such a fucking bitch i, I swear it i was so annoyed i was mm. so annoyed with myself i was like yeah. i don't want to be feeling this i was like i actually feel possessive like get away from my man yeah yeah it's like don't don't you look at her don't she can't look at you that'd be ah. Uh, it's like like from those movies just yeah. extra controlling i swear I, but it's it's okay to have those feelings as long as we recognize them and try and deal with them and you know yeah. act like fucking adults and be like yeah wow i was actually jealous and possessive of them that's not cool we had a conversation about it afterwards and he was like yeah i was like uh, like trying not to look her in the eyes because i could <laughs> oh, feel something weird uh, okay he felt it too so it wasn't just you know something that yeah. he picked up on it yeah. was there, there, there was, was a, a definite situation yeah but the problem with me and my partner is that we're both we're quite similar in the way that i think we're both quite flirty people yeah and like we love the attention from absolutely other who doesn't it's so, it's so, a nice ego stroke like you deserve to be hit on and he deserved to be hit on because you are yeah. both hot people you wouldn't want that for each other if no one ever fucking hit on you because that would mean that yeah. you know you're not worth hitting on that's so sad no i know and like like my in my like deep down i'm like i want him to be able to flirt with people i want yeah. like that to happen mm-hmm. because i want the same thing to happen to me like Absolutely. i want the freedom to flirt with people which is why like i am so troubled by this summer of sex summer of love thing because i'm like <laughs> troubled it's like, troubled, like, troubled uh, like in a dark room <laughs> rocking back and forth <laughs> no the summer of love or sex <laughs> Uh, these are things that we're going to come across though they're just human emotions mm-hmm. that we will feel as long as that we you know we do focus in on them and try and understand why we feel that way like the deeper meaning behind it where has that feeling come from I think that that's totally fine having an open and honest conversation about it and you did you had a chat with them yeah should we look at some of the questions that we've got from our curious fuckers on this yes. subject oh yeah Okay, first question. How to overcome the fear of having sex after a longer break? Oof. Yeah, I think after, like, not having sex for a while, you can really build it up in your head and it becomes, like, this whole big thing. It becomes a thing. It's like, it's, I suppose it's like anything, you know, if you're out of practice with something and you don't feel that confident with it, it just, it becomes like a life-changing event when it really shouldn't be yeah. it should just be something you jump back in on like oh i haven't ridden a bike in ages like, all right i'll just i'll just hop on and give it a go and yeah. i think you're terrified and anxious up to it but as you're doing it you're like okay yeah, i remember how to do this so true um but i guess like especially during this year everyone's got like a little bit of social anxiety so it's Absolutely. like kind of the the fear of having sex then becomes like the fear of social interaction as well and like the whole process of like what that entails whether that's like dating again or Mm -hmm. 
meeting someone that you haven't seen for a really long time or going even to the like, pub even just like mm-hmm. going out and being outside and actually in an environment where there are other people right that can be really anxiety driving as well as our, our self-esteem we've had a whole year of like chilling back relaxing not doing the same amount of exercise that we've been doing eating more mm-hmm. than usual and a lot of us are feeling a bit shit about ourselves mm-hmm. but you know that those feelings will subside the more you put yourself out there the more you put yourself in situations where you do feel like the person you once were you will forget about that old horrible anxious person that feels shit about themselves yeah Um, it just takes practice and perseverance and it's about not building it up into this huge thing and it just you you have to sort of see it as oh yeah like you know i used to do this all the time and it's just you know it's just sex because it is just sex like it doesn't it isn't this huge thing the only thing is that it's like scary being naked of someone again yeah especially for people who maybe before what weren't as slutty or didn't go out and shag Mm. a bunch of people like that might even be an even bigger deal for you but it shouldn't be i guess take it slowly that's kind of what you need to do when you are like if you do have like this huge fear around it don't just you don't have to just jump like jump straight back into it at all you can only if that works for you yeah one step at a time yeah, because I, I think a lot of people, it might work, you know, like rip the band-aid off where you just go, okay, mm. I'm just going to go on a date, get drunk, fuck this person. Okay, done. And that can really work for some people. It can, it can yeah. really work for some people. Yeah. But then there are other people that prefer taking their time and taking it slow. It depends on what sex means to you. And if sex is something that's very sacred and something that is a big deal for you, it's worth taking your time and also communicating that with your partner, not just jumping in and, you know, trying to act all cool and be like yeah man i'm really cool about sex having sex and then feeling devastated afterwards because it's not how you wanted it to go mm-hmm. or maybe you just get caught up in your own head you know explain that oh it's been a while for me make it into a joke um explain that like i i do have a bit of nerves and then talk about it see how they respond and most people if they're decent if they're worth your time they will respond positively and in a caring way if they don't then they're not worth your time they're not worth you putting in that effort because they may not react the way that you're hoping for after the sex so how do we not let standards drop just because we really need a shag (laughs) (laughs) i think a lot of people like must think about this like oh i just really want to shag Mm -hmm. i mean i literally had a message from my friend today and and she sent me the screenshot of them being like I know he's not my type, but I just want to fuck and he lives really close, you know? And he is he was not her type at all. Um, but I don't think, in my personal opinion, there's much wrong with that if you just I need a fan, a sh- just need a shag. I think as long as you're communicating that it is just a shag, yeah. then I think you've got nothing wrong going on I th- there. I think it depends on what your standards are as well, yeah. because if they're standards as in like you'll go back to a shitty ex or like someone that's abusive or like someone that's just like really like a not good for you person broke your heart wasn't nice to you did something weird that's i think wrong because then we do that as well like that's the Uh first thing that i thought of as soon as i was desperate for sex was all the sex that i have had because it felt safe and comfortable 
but that's the lie of memory the yeah. lie of memory makes you think that like every shag that you've had is great especially with an ex especially if it's a toxic ex with good sex but you forget all the bad bits the reason why you're not together anymore that shit doesn't change he's not going to magically be better sorry they not he they. it's so it's so easy just to go back to someone that you know yeah and that's easy and you're like oh well yeah i know the sex is really good and oh i just need a shag so it'll be fine it'll be just sex and then before you know it, you're back with your toxic ex yeah and- or heartbroken <laughs> or hurt or feeling shitty and shameful mm-hmm. about it yeah i mean we so all I make these mistakes we, we do all the, make these mistakes like the, yeah you kind of have to do them to learn from them and you know and then to be a better person in the future mm. but if you do lower your standards for a shag there isn't anything wrong with that i don't really have that many high standards for a shag okay hold on let me rephrase this appearance wise i Mm. don't have standards really appearance wise but But, like standards of communication communication yeah yeah you know um i don't even really give a fuck if they're like different politics but as Mm. long as the communication is there then i'm i'm pretty fucking happy i think those are standards that we should all have because it means that the sex that you have is going to be one like consensual two it's going to be better because you've communicated properly yeah. But if you don't have those standards, then you're kind of just, you know, you're you, not you're respecting in, yourself. Yeah, you're in for a fucking shock and it's going to hurt you. Yeah. Um, you know, but these are the mistakes that have to be made. We all fall into them, even even people as aware as us. Like, I will still go and fuck someone and be like, holy fucking shit, you're not communicative at all. What have I done? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've definitely had, like, when I have... I wanted to go out and shag loads of people my my standards probably would would drop yeah but i also you kind of do that you need to drop the standards fuck loads of people and look back and go oh god i shouldn't have done that okay right now i'm gonna yeah. really up my standards pick and choose the people that i want and also if you have high standards there's nothing wrong with that yeah. only if you're getting upset with yourself if everyone you look at everyone you see online everyone you date isn't matching up to those and you're like why can't I find anyone I think then it's maybe are you are you self-sabotaging is there a reason why you're not allowing yourself to shag this person or you know see this person again so how how do we not let the standards drop like if you want to keep those boundaries if you want to keep those standards there like good communication good this like I guess you just have to be like you have to masturbate more (laughs) Masturbate, yeah, that's gonna save you. Masturbate more and like just you know be hard. You have to be hard on yourself and like just push yourself to meet more more people, um, so that you can hopefully meet someone that's actually you know up to your standards. Yeah, I think it's really important to figure out what's important to you when it comes to other people, meeting people, sex, what you want in a relationship, in a partner, especially sex. Write these things down, the most important things for you, and then that kind of helps you spell out what you are looking for because like it is hard to figure out it's all jumbled up in your head and sometimes you don't even really know this could be your fantasy list where you just write down the fantasy person every single box is ticked for you but then that's a good thing to look at if they don't have that then start to take a step back 
I think also a good thing to talk about um, when it comes to like hot vac summer, whatever, like a sexy summer. Like we need to think about the people that have been with a partner for the whole of COVID and they've Mm -hmm. only shagged that one person and they've seen that person like a hell of a lot. They probably had a lot of the same sex. Mm -hmm. Like how are you supposed to keep your sex lives interesting? if you have been with the same person and you've been like locked up with someone for the whole of COVID. Especially if you really like that sex, you're going to look for those exact qualities in other people, which won't be there because that will only be for that person. You'll find bits in other people. I like Mm -hmm. what you said about having sex with more than just one person and focusing your attention on one person because we do get caught up and we think that one person that we've slept with is everything and that's the way that sex is and that's the way it's going to be. And then you have sex with like maybe one or two other people and you're like, (laughs) oh my God, they are so different in ways that you couldn't even comprehend comprehend so i think Mm -hmm. it is it is good it is fun to go out there and um you know there's a whole buffet that you can eat don't just go for like the fucking salad at the end of the table (laughs) what about what about people in the monogamous monogamous relationships that are like oh everyone else is going having loads of sex is really fun and i'm like just stuck with my person that i love but I don't want to fuck anyone else. That's a very good point. Um, yeah. I think focusing on the sex is dangerous because in a relationship, yes. sex in a relationship is different. You know, mm-hmm. you're. Um, it's not all that like crazy, confusing, I don't really know kind of sex, like what's going on sex. You have a solid commitment there. You have, you've almost like replaced that confusing sex stuff with comfort and with... Yeah. Um, someone that you can be your true authentic self with you know that is to be revered and Mm -hmm. that is to be marveled at over and above all this like what people think you're having all this amazing sex it's like no not really Um, I'm going off and having like mediocre sex with the odd random person I'm not having fucking amazing sex if I would I'd fucking tie them down and keep them in my bedroom forever (laughs) the grass is always greener on the other side grass is always greener yeah you have to be grateful for what you have you know you, Mm -hmm. you have somebody that that you can be completely naked with, that you can sit in bed with all day, that you can eat whatever you want, fart in front of, burp in front of. Um, You don't have that. And maybe the sex that you have works so well for you both. If you're having, even if it's few and far between, if the sex that you're having is good, then you have nothing to worry about. I think like I would suggest like learning new things together when it comes Mm -hmm. to sex, like doing, um, like looking at online classes or, I don't know, even like actual classes, like I was thinking about doing a sort of shibari workshop yes. with my partner, which Woo! would be so fun. And mm-hmm. like, it's just about like, I guess like pushing boundaries, doing new things, like anal sex. <laughs> <laughs> so it's saying that under the breath, like anal sex. If you both want to try new and exciting things, you mm. have to be proactive in it. Book courses, book classes, watch videos yeah. together, do tutorials, buy a bunch of shibari rope, watch buy a porn book. together, yeah. read an erotic novel together. But like, if you sit there and complain, nothing's going to change. No, nothing will happen. You have to be really communicative about mm-hmm. it. Like if you are feeling like, oh, like sex is just a bit boring now, like everyone else is having loads of fun, that you like talk to your partner about that. Yeah. Like, and not in like an argument, not no. in like a, why don't we have this much sex? Oh my God, my friends are having all this amazing sex. That is, that's not 
ever going to work for both of you. You need to do it when you're in a happy place and Mm -hmm. you need to be like, hey, so I don't know about you, I've noticed our sex has been a bit crap recently. Like, how how can I make things better for you? How can can we change things? Is there anything that you want to do? I think a lot of the time, especially in in relationships, libido just generally drops, especially over lockdown, quarantine. We've been going through horrific depression, mental health issues, and basically stagnating. And so, yeah, that can affect our libidos and it's mm-hmm. trying to find a way to get it back you know do the things that made you feel better you know sex regardless not even libido wise make make you feel like you again and then the libido will come back yeah i remember touch is a thing oh, touch each other yeah. love languages reconnect with your love language whether that's touch intimacy words of affirmation giving gifts like connect with those things to make sure that you and your partner are both feeling really loved and I think then the intimacy comes with that absolutely like my ex and I we used to he used to read to me at night and mm-hmm. that was our intimacy and that was so special um and it really made us feel a hell of a lot closer it was something that we were excited to it almost replaced sex in a in a different way yeah um but there are other things that you can do that doesn't have to be fucking like drunk after the club one night stand sex with your partner oh nah. there's another good tip that um the wonderful people at sex because taught oh, us yeah. um who are sex therapists and they were saying, you know, go on a date and pretend that you don't know each other and role start play. afresh. So this whole role play of like, mm. oh, hey, you know, thanks for meeting me here today. So like, who are you? What do you do? Um, <laughs> and, and you can really play on it. Um, you know, flirt with other people while you're there and, and make it really fun. Have a drink together. Mm-hmm. Come back and be like, should we be doing this? Shall we use a condom? <gasps> oh, you know, like there's a lot of fun that you can have with that. That can bring some passion back. Roleplay is a super good tool, I think. Yeah. I'm not like properly properly used it. I'm gonna I'm gonna test this out. I'm gonna test the theory out. Some roleplay. I love I love roleplay so much and I just haven't done enough of it. I'm like, yeah. please, I need some fucked up roleplay here. <laughs> please. Actually that the not knowing each other's kinda of too wholesome for me. <laughs> Too wholesome. It's too wholesome. I want like evil doctor with his like latex gloves. Like, so we shall Ooh. start the experiment. <laughs> that accent, I die. That's hot. Hello there. This is my friend Joe. Hi. Now, Joe plays rugby for England. Yeah, what's your point? Come on. Well, Joe presents a podcast, and it's my firm belief that you should listen to it. Very interesting. And here's why. Because it's not actually a rugby podcast, because, well, let's face it, there's billions of them already. No, 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 no. It's about you, the listener, and the jobs you do. If you're a teacher, an astronaut, a tree surgeon, or a chef, then we've got loads of questions for you. The Joe Marler Show. Because everyone is interesting if you ask the right questions. That's a great line. That's a, that is a very good line from you, Tom. Thank you, Joe. You want to find it? Search for The Joe Marler Show in your podcast app. Because everyone is interesting if you ask the right questions. Our curious fuckers are also asking us how to be confident with flirting, get what you want, and don't care too much about feeling foolish. Uh, I, I don't know whether you should answer this because I have no shame or fear. I feel like the more fear that I have, the more excited I am to do it because I'm like, yeah, I you can so, tick that off my list. You're so confident when it comes to... You just say whatever you want, don't you, to people? 
I swear I get off on it. Like the scarier, the more intimidating that it is, the more I'm like, I fucking gotta do it. I gotta do it now. It's like, it's it's how I get my form of like, I don't know, like pleasure or excitement. Like I even I'm feeling it now, like going up to somebody for their number that I've got no idea who they are. I'm like, can I have your number? And then I'm like high off of it for hours. <laughs> Like, mm, yes. See, I would not be able to do that. My flirting is more like connecting eyes over the room. Oh no, no, no! This is lovely. Please teach me how to do it on the subtle, on the lowdown. This, yeah, subtle flirting. It's, mm-hmm. it's eye. It's like eye fucking, basically. So you, you know, you you see someone you fancy, you clock eyes with them. And like, if you're not wearing a face mask, you oh, smile, yeah. smile, and then look away. And then yeah. the <laughs> See, I, I, I love the two different methods because I scare a lot of people away with how direct and how forward I am. And a lot of people don't like that. You know, they don't like that in a person. So, you know, th- there will be a person there that will need to lock eyes, that will want to approach you rather than you approaching them. Mm-hmm. It so depends on the dynamic. I actually hit on... Um, two guys, one guy. I was on the way back from Scotland and um, there were two really fit guys. I swear everyone is so fit with their masks on all my days, but I knew one of them, I was like swooning over. So I ended up having a chat with them, sparking up a chat. Um, They had a band and ended up chatting, got their Instagrams. And one of them, I was like, I need, I I am obsessed with the way that you look. You are stunning. got tickets to their gig and that was coming up unfortunately I was too ill to go which really sucked but while we were chatting on Instagram I said hey um, I'm sorry I can't make it but I actually wanted to know if you were single because like I wanted to hit on you all night and the per- the response was so lovely it was like I'm actually seeing someone at the moment but thank you for your honesty that's so lovely and it was like okay okay cool like you know it's just about being open and honest and fuck yeah. I'm still high from that god he was so fucking fit yeah I think it's just saying what you think at the time like if you're on a date and you're like you know it should be comfortable to flirt flirting should never feel like especially if you're on a date I think it should feel natural Um, I I don't think or exciting yeah exciting you shouldn't ever like push yourself to flirt if you're not actually feeling it See, I don't know because I would disagree with that. I like really I like the pushing out of your comfort zone because then it proves to yourself that the worst isn't going to happen you know it is it is more exciting but what if you're then just leading that person on because you were just doing it for yourself and not them but why would you hit on someone if you didn't fancy them or wanted anything i'm just thinking if you're on a date and like it's not that what i what was going through my mind then was Uh like if uh you were on a date and you actually ended up like you're not really liking them that much but you're like oh god i have to flirt because i'm on a date don't oh no push it if you don't fancy someone, never, never put it out there. It's not like, oh, I really got to push myself. It's more like, that's a goal I want to do. I want to hit on this person because I fancy them. But yeah, I see what you mean. That could be misconstrued for sure. Yeah, if you don't fancy someone on a date, definitely reel it back in. I'm not going to sit there going like, oh my God, let's go back to yours if I don't fancy them. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you get what you want and don't care too much about feeling foolish? That, that you, I guess what you just said, just like say it outright. Yeah, outright. Um, And it's terrifying. It's not an easy thing to do. Your heart is pounding. You've got a massive adrenaline rush. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, the fear that holds you back is that you're going to be rejected. The likelihood of somebody reacting that way is so small. People are normally flattered, even if they have a partner. Um, But expecting that would might, you know, might make it feel a bit better. Oh, you know, like 
you're really fit. Are you single? Are you seeing anyone? Um, expect them to say yes. And then of course you'd be like, okay, cool. Like I knew, I knew that was going to happen, but I'm, I'm happy for myself that I've pushed, pushed myself to do something like that. But most of the time people are like, oh my God, thank you. They're so grateful that you've hit on them or made some kind of like move. Um, and it can, it can make someone's day. It can literally, yeah. it, could, it could stay with them for life. The amount of times that someone said, oh my God, I love your hair, or you are so fit, can I have your number? Those are the people that stay in your mind for the rest of your life. Definitely, I would always remember that as well. Even if I wasn't that into them, I'd be like, oh, that was so sweet. If yeah. that's that person that came up to me. Because Absolutely. I think especially like, it just, just doesn't happen. I never get hit on in person. And like, it so rarely happens. When it actually does happen, you're like, wow, that was amazing, I love that. Yes. So recently, um, it was literally right after the last date that I had where we yeah. Yeah, finger blasted each other after the shoot. Um, and on the way home back from his, as I was going to the station, a guy on a skateboard skated past me and oh, he went onto yeah. the pavement. Yeah. And I was like, oh, thanks. For I was like, thank you because he moved off the pavement and then he came back round and found me and he was like oh like I never do this but can I have your number because you seem really like fit and I was like oh my god and um, I yeah I was so impressed I've taken his number and next time I'm in the area I'm gonna hit him up because I was just like you are so cute you've made such an impression on me and I feel like people are going back to their roots because we've been trapped in lockdown we've been so stuck on our screens and phones and Mm. people are pushing the boat out it's hard with masks on yes it's hard it's hard when people are glued to their phones when people have headphones in but I don't think that should let let it stop you there's no harm in tapping somebody on the shoulder and being like hey I hope you don't mind me asking but like you're you're looking really great like you you look really fit is there any chance I could get your Instagram I could get your number or the worst they're gonna say is like oh thank you but no that's it I think the moral of this like story with that hot vac summer is that everyone's just gonna be a little bit desperate for human interaction (laughs) they're gonna be like please please fuck me (laughs) but everyone's gonna be a little bit socially awkward like they're not really gonna know what they're doing they're gonna be Mm -hmm. a bit afraid but there's also gonna be a lot of people out there just like so thirsty so thirsty i love the thirst (laughs) the thirst me you're gonna go to like an event or a party where there's gonna be more than two people allowed there and people are gonna be like desperately searching for people to go home with or even not just sex connection because they've been so starved of it for so long Mm -hmm. i don't think it i I think a lot of people are gonna want to have the relationship and they're gonna want to have the love because we haven't had that in so long or people are gonna be just coming out of relationships and they're gonna be wanting that that I guess connection like seeing, they want that again seeing the people that were in relationships in lockdown if you didn't have one would have been very very hard because I, I, I don't know mm-hmm. what I would have done throughout COVID without my partner because I mean the moment the bit that I wasn't with him was like obviously heartbreaking breaking soul destroying I was not in a good place at all yeah so well, again, it's grass is always greener. You've got yeah. like the people in relationships that aren't happy going, oh, I wish I was single. I wish I had my own bed. You've got the people in like that aren't, that do have a fuck buddy. Oh, mm. I wish I actually had somebody to like care for me and cuddle. And then you've got the single people that just, just wanted everything. Grass is always greener. Everyone it was always, dealing with their own shit greener. and their own struggles. And it was hard for fucking everybody. But yeah. we're getting nicer, warmer weather and people yeah. are getting more excited and feeling themselves more. And there is just, there is more good to come. There will be ups yeah. and downs and there will mm-hmm. be moments of anxiety because it's not just going to be a fucking straight line up and amazing. It doesn't work like that. But you just yeah. have to keep pushing 
to find the person that you were or even an even better version of who you were yeah and it is going to be hot back summer like Mm -hmm. just make sure you're safe at the same time like if get a covid test just be responsible get, and get sti tests use condoms make it sexy make it cool don't be like oh yeah like sorry we've got to use a condom because i'm on contra i'm not on contraception you know gotta be like it's like hell yeah let's use put, a fucking condom yeah hell let's put the condom on so we can get get like in it shagging you're about to fucking get inside of me put that condom on congratulations have a round <sighs> of applause like here's your medal you know <laughs> So at the end of the podcast, we are also asking you what you give a fuck about this week. So if you have a question for us or something you want us to discuss on the podcast, email it in at fksgiven at comecurious.co.uk. Mmm, tasty new email I love. Ooh. And so this week's question is, how do people deal with confidence in the bedroom after weight loss slash gain? This is so fitting as well, because obviously after a whole year of COVID, our weight has been like, I don't know, I'm sure everyone relates that it's been very up and down. Oh, we have been living in lockdown luxury. We are like, you know, <laughs> sexy fucking Roman goddesses. Takeaways just every night. <laughs> yeah, just like feeding ourselves, getting that good weight. I don't know about you, but like the positives of that, my tits are massive and I'm fucking loving them. I have been oh, gaining yeah. my ass. It looks great. Yes, <laughs> there are bits about me that like we're not used to, but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean to say that they are bad. I think also changing the language. A lot of people are like, I'm fat and I hate the word fat unless you're using it to empower yourself but fat has such a negative connotation to it instead of that just be like yeah this lockdown i've been i've been working on getting my tits and my ass you know i've been been working on looking after my body it's trying to get your it's trying to change that whole like diet culture which i think is really fucking negative and weird anyway Mm -hmm. into just being healthy and happy with yourself like you know do the exercise you want to do and eat the shit that you want to eat yeah and you know what it's It's so hard it's it's hard and it's hard to talk about as well because you don't want to upset anyone or offend anyone because a lot of people will go yeah but you've got it better and i think that's Mm. a really again a really negative excusey way to argue this you know like we're all dealing with our own personal struggles and we've all dealt with our own weight loss weight gain you know someone might have put on weight while other people have like really had a horrible depression time and completely just not been themselves for months Mm -hmm. um and i think it's it's dangerous to focus on weight just because the media is so fucking obsessed with it yeah and i I, you know what i like it, I have a really hard time with this mm-hmm. and like I always have throughout my life and like I do preach like body confidence and just like you know not giving a fuck and just loving your body anyway and that's what I say to other people but you know when it comes to myself I still you know I'm my my own like harshest critic and I have been yeah. through like moments where I was like oh my god like I need to get in like the best shape of my life for when I turn 30 so I got like my personal trainer and like I have been working really really hard on my body so but like the the weight loss I thought was just gonna happen with that process didn't because mm-hmm 
we've still been going through a pandemic like it's still fucking stressful and like you know what i think i think most people have been finding that it's actually just harder to lose the weight than they thought it would be this year because it's it's I don't know whether it's like different sort of fat because like we as in like actual body fat not the yeah we've just been like sat on our asses yeah it's it's different kind of because you know there are different bits that can get like you know underneath um inside and they're harder to shed so we all you know we just have to be really kind to ourselves during this Mm -hmm. time and not really like give ourselves like unrealistic goals and you know what will really help with your confidence the 30 day new challenge and we're not just saying that because we made that up fucking yeah but it it is so fucking good taking nudes of yourself every single day just getting back in love with your body and like in all the different shapes and also following people on social media that have loads of different body shapes as well yes like and seeing the way that they love their bodies Mm -hmm. and reminding yourself that we are all in the same situation everyone will be feeling pretty much exactly the same about their bodies and you've got some people that are getting obsessive about it because almost too much of anything if you're getting obsessive about your food intake and your exercise that is still not healthy that is still not good either you have to find that nice balance where you know what you know sometimes you could casually do a bit of exercise try and be a bit more active casually yeah. like yeah i can have that takeaway this time but maybe i'll eat something healthy another time yeah i um, think like it doesn't moder- have to be this moderation isn't it yeah. so as long as you're not like i don't know really penalizing yourself and like really oh, making God, yourself yeah. feel shit about not eating certain things where if, so if you're toxic, happy that's literally a toxic relationship it. for yourself yeah telling yourself off for eating something that's just nice i do definitely feel the benefits of exercise Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to sex because like just knowing that you are doing the exercise and you can like feel like that you're stronger and fitter i mean it gives you it makes you more active you'll get up earlier in the day Mm -hmm. and it gives you more energy there's just so many positives to exercise and like doing different things like i do yoga every single day and it's just it's changed my life like especially during this year I don't do yoga every single day. I do yoga when I feel like I want to, when I'm up for it. And I feel good about doing that. I'm not pushing myself. Um, and, and I say like, you know, yoga, sometimes it'll be really, really nice and gentle and relaxing and that's great. But then sometimes I do want it to be a bit harder. But yeah. also we have to remember that we're, we are all different ages. We do metabolize food in completely different ways. Some people might have to work a bit harder than others. But mm-hmm. the worst thing that you can do is just is hate yourself for every little thing that you can do. And also yeah. complain about it. If you're sitting there complaining about it and doing nothing, you can't expect something to magically happen. You do have to be proactive and do something positive affirmations can also be really really helpful like looking at yourself in the mirror i think actually we learned this from madam storm oh fuck yeah Um, she's amazing when we did her strut class and it was just like when you're putting your moisturizer on in the morning to be like i love my feet i love my legs i love my thighs i love my butt i love my tummy and i think in particular we need to focus on the tummy love because yeah, that is what love. we all mm-hmm. we're all like grabbing our tummies being like oh my god look how many rolls i have but yeah. it's just like actually let's stop being nice to our stomachs because also when you're when you are um, a woman you have like more fat around your stomach because it's a protective layer 
Yeah, we've like got extra your... organs in there. Yeah, we exactly. Need it. So like, it's not supposed to be flat. It's not supposed to be flat. It's literally, I think it's actually kind of weird when it is flat. It's like, how hard have you been on yourself to get there? When you see somebody with abs, you're like, Some fuck. people do have flat stomachs naturally. Like yeah. everyone is different. But, but then, like, but yeah, just don't I mean, be hard on yourself me, for having, don't, don't be hard on yourself for having like a little bump there because we're all supposed to have little bumps there. And we yeah. need to love our tummies. We I do. need to love my tummy more. I definitely prod her sometimes and I'm mean to her. I say negative things to her in my head and probably out loud sometimes. But yeah. we need to change that language. Imagine if somebody was, if you were saying that to an actual human being, you know, if, mm-hmm. if the stuff that you called yourself, the stuff that you, you said to your tummy was to an actual human being or was said to you, it would be horrifying. So why are we being that person? Why are we being that person to ourselves when really we should be giving ourselves confidence? A lot of the way that we feel about ourselves is a mind change, it's a mindset. Mm -hmm. So the the happier that we try and retrain our brains because we've, you know, we've been fucking great at telling ourselves all this time that we've been doing shit, it's really hard to train your brain to actually think nicely about yourself. But the more you do it, the easier it will get. And sometimes you won't even notice that you're, you're doing it. You know, that sometimes you'll just be like, oh my God, I actually just... I do look great today. And that, that uh, it's, it's one of the best gifts you can give to yourself. And people see you in a different light than you do all the fucking time. I could yeah. be having like the worst day where I was like, oh my God, I feel so like flabby and squishy. And like, mm-hmm. I'm like feeling really negative about that. Sometimes I love fucking love my squishy. I'm like, it feels so squishy and nice. <laughs> but like other days I'm like, I'm hating. Like, why can't mm-hmm. I just be really skinny? Um, and then your partner can just be like, oh my God, I love your body so much. And it's like, oh, yeah. oh. thank you if you don't notice it on other people then you shouldn't be noticing it on yourselves you gotta like take a step out of your own mind out of your own brain put yourself in other people and look back at you because we we see as each other we see ourselves in the mirror all the time and we nitpick at every tiny little thing normal people don't do that to Mm -hmm. other people they just nitpick themselves so you just gotta look at yourself like how other people will look at you people don't notice people are gonna be so excited that you're naked in their bed that you're kissing them that you're spending their time Time with them they're not even gonna give a fuck if you love someone's body tell them like if you think they look yes. fucking hot and sexy like tell them because i think like the compliment compliments are so good especially when we're all like getting back out there like mm-hmm. into the world and like our bodies have changed like i think the compliments are really necessary so if you ever are looking at someone and think damn they're fucking hot like be like wow you look great today like your body is banging yeah platonically as well your friends yeah. your family you look amazing and it, it and just saying those words just having that positive outlook can help change how you feel about yourself as well yeah so if you have a story or a question that you want us to read out at the end of the episode what you give a fuck about then please email it in at fksgiven at comecurious.co.uk and that's oh, c-o-m-e yes. Mm. Not C U M. C O M. That confused me then. I was like, spelling dyslexia. What? <laughs> I even know the fucking email address. Jesus. <laughs> well, I hope you all enjoyed this topical episode on Hot Vax Summer. Let us yeah. know what you thought. Leave us a review. Please leave us a review. We need like new reviews because all our reviews are from like the past. Now we need. Yes, we please. Need new, fresh. I mean, you, you don't feel? have to give us five stars, but obviously 
honestly, if you've got this give far, us five stars. Uh, yeah, you you want to give us five stars because we've yeah, had some dickheads like actually put in like one star reviews. Dickheads, <laughs> dickheads, fam. <laughs> Obviously not happy. <laughs> need need to sort that shit out. So please come and give us a hand. Please write a review. That is on Apple Podcasts. You can write reviews as well yeah. as share this podcast to everyone you think can benefit from hearing it. Because like you know you are curious fuckers. Yeah, word of mouth is the best way to share. And yeah, get everyone involved in the Curious Fuckers Club because everyone wants oh, yeah, to be a baby. curious fucker. In it, be part of the team. It's like learning to love yourself. This is the summer of sex and love, baby. Yeah, and love, yeah. Oh my God, I just turned into fucking Austin Powers. Those films are so <laughs> dated. They're just not funny anymore. I hate it. No, no. Um, and if you want to hear more from us, follow us on Instagram at comecurious, C-O-M-E, curious, at readamberx and at Florence bark yeah baby and we will uh, see well, you next week is that it all right next might thursday on, it might be on youtube um, <laughs> it might it should it be, on be on youtube, YouTube. Uh, maybe yeah it will be on youtube and yeah yeah oh see you next thursday oh okay we're coining that are we yeah <laughs> yeah see you next thursday Crowd Network, a place where you belong.